Yo, what's going on, millionaires? You're tuning in to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, episode 198, on creative ways to stick to a budget. Now, if you want time freedom, you learn to allocate your time. And if you want financial freedom, you learn to allocate your dollar and your funds. And this is what people fail to realize is that they think time and 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 financial freedom just kind of happen to us. Right. And it doesn't. It takes a lot of intention and it takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of allocation of these funds and of these of this time. You have to use your time wisely and you also have to use your dollar wisely. So today, welcome back millionaires. We're going to be talking about creative ways to fit budgeting in your day to day plan and your order of operations, whatever you want to call it. But before we get into that, we want to encourage you to pre-order your copy of the Draining Matrix ebook yesterday or last or Monday, whatever it was, right? We just talked about goal setting tips and how to set the right goals, set the right expectations for yourself and give yourself a consistent game plan so you can accomplish these goals on a daily and weekly basis, right? And not just write a goal down and forget about it. The Draining Matrix is the perfect system and template for you to follow and to make that a reality. I have been using the Draining matrix myself for over two quarters now and I can't even express like how drastic of a change I've seen in myself, my energy, my focus, and my clarity as far as where my goals are and where I need to be for next quarter, right? So if you haven't already pre-ordered your copy of the Draining Matrix ebook, I'm gonna make sure that the link is in the description below so you can get your copy. And check this out, we even gonna throw in a free 30-day membership to the Million Dollar Meetup so you can have that community and that camaraderie and that accountability that you need to accomplish those goals while you're reading and enjoying the Draining Matrix is going to be jam packed full of gems, information and the template itself so that you can start to follow it on that daily basis. So if you haven't already, again, go hit that link. Even if you got hit pause, go hit that link, get the book and then come right back to us. Yo, what's up, millionaires? It's Kai Speaks. So we just had a great episode about goal setting and this goal setting template and system for millennials that you can use to guarantee that you are moving in the right direction and attacking your goals daily, right? So that template is called the Draining Matrix. And I want to tell you about the Draining Matrix because it is that perfect blueprint that you are looking for to not only hold yourself accountable, but just to be able to Give yourself that clarity and give yourself that focus so that you accomplish your goals on a daily basis, right? So you can order this book. You can pre-order this ebook. It comes out December 4th, but we are accepting pre-orders now through December 3rd, and you will have access to a very special price on this ebook. And it's not just going to be your average ebook where it's just text for you to read. We're going to give you guys access 30 day access to the million dollar meetup on top of that membership to the million dollar meetup. You are also going to get a template that you can use and plug in your goals for the draining matrix. So it's going to be, you know, some games, some gems involved in there, some templates. And net, last but not least is going to be that community that you're looking for to really plug in and really tap in with yourself in the group and just make sure that you are on the right track and in a supportive community. All right. So with that being said, you could go click the link in the description below to pre-order your copy of the draining matrix ebook and the ebook community where you can tap in with us weekly on Sundays at 730. 
So welcome back millionaires to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one community for entrepreneurs in the mastery of self and abundance space. This is the only place for tips and tricks for accumulating abundance and attracting opportunities to just live a better life and the life of your dreams. So I got to start it off with a story and I was having a conversation with a group of students uh, and budgeting somehow came up. I'm not sure how it came up, but it did. And we all know it's nothing sexy about the word budget, right? This was written all all, all over their faces. As soon as we got into budgeting, they were like, oh, mm. you see all these faces, right? And I'm like, damn, like, why, why y'all start to change your whole mood now that we talking about budgeting and things like that? And that led to an even deeper conversation so that we can get to the root to their dissatisfaction of such a strong and beneficial financial practice because I was genuinely confused. Like, why do we, once I, once we, once we start talking about budgeting, like everybody's energy was kind of like drained, like as if budgeting was like this like energy vampire, like it just drained the energy out of these students. And, you know, I was a little bit confused because for me, budgeting has empowered me to just really live more a life of abundance. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing because as humans, we naturally want to live with spontaneity. Hence why everyone is striving for time and financial freedom, right? Everybody wants to be either be their own boss or if they are working, they want a job that is going to give them the flexibility to spend time with their family, to travel, to do all these things, right? And they want to have the funds to be able to do these things freely. Everybody wants time and financial freedom. And if you don't, then honestly, I think you lying. <laughs> like, Cause like who doesn't want the freedom to do what they please? That's all time and financial freedom are, right? To have the ability to go a place, do a, do a thing, you know, live the life that you truly want to live. And the misconception is that time or the misconception is with a budget, you have to know exactly where all of your money is going um, uh, a month to months in advance. And though you d definitely have to have a plan and you need to know where your money is going, I don't want to make it seem like budgeting is this very rigid um, and definite practice that means like you have to have every single dollar, you know, accounted for to the T and you do, but you don't. And I'm going to explain why in a little bit. So bear with me. Right. So those students thought that with a budget, you can't randomly go out with friends if the friends ask. And that can't be further from the truth. It actually mean like when I started budgeting, when me and Alana started budgeting, like we feel like we have more confidence to go out with our friends and not have to deal with, you know, whatever consequences may follow the next day, the next week after because we've accounted for it right you know you just got to budget for these things so we got some action steps and these action steps guys i know we're going to help you have a better understanding of what budgeting is and how budgeting can then be you know placed into your day-to-day -day and how you can really use it to you know strategically you know live a more spontaneous life because it's nothing about it's not the spontane like the spontaneity that is really what's messing people up. It's not the spontaneity, it's the spontaneity without a plan. And that might sound like a, a oxymoron, spontaneity and a plan, but it's really not, right? Because you can plan your finances to go towards something and you can budget a certain amount towards 
having fun with friends. You can budget a certain amount towards, you know, emergencies and X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And when these things spontaneously come up, it's budgeted for, right? It's budgeted for. So you really just want to give, give, you know, know yourself, you know, know what your goals are, know who your friends are, you know, knowing the things that you enjoy and don't enjoy and just plan for it. Plan for it and give yourself that grace. So here's the action steps. I got four steps that you're going to be able to take today and become a better planner of your finances. So step number one is I want you all to create a free account if you don't already with everydollar.com. And the reason why I like every dollar is because they have a desktop version and they have a mobile app that you can download, track your expenses, you know, track your income and really get a, a, a nice broad overview of your finances and your budget. Right. And I wouldn't even say broad. It's very specific. The more specific you are, the better off you are in that budgeting process, especially if you're using every dollar. And I like it because it weighs out your income. And then at the bottom, you have your expenses. Um, it really kind of creates like a profit and loss statement for you. Right. So it's really cool. I like using every dollar It's free. If you don't um, already know that you can literally create an account right now and not be charged a single dime. I have the premium account, which pretty much just links my cards and adds my transactions on the dashboard so I can get pretty much just drag them to where they need to. If you don't have that and you don't want to get that, that's cool. You can always still utilize the feature. You're just going to have to manually input whenever you like get gas. I used to pretty much just once I stopped getting gas, once it hit whatever stop, I would just go plug that number in the, in the every dollar app and, you know, say gas $48 and 32 cents, whatever it was. Right. And it would just take it out of the budget. Um, so that's what you can do. That's step number one. Step number two is to ex insert your expected income and your expenses. So the income is really going to be the easiest one. Cause you know how much you're going to get paid, whether you get paid weekly, bi-weekly, you know, um, uh, by, you know, you know, semi-monthly, right? If you get paid on the first and 15, whatever it is, you know what you're going to get paid. Uh, if it's a salary and if it's commissions, you want to kind of get a good idea of what you're going to get paid um, and try not to um, over, you know, overestimate it because over overestimating how much you're going to get if it's commissions could lead to you under budgeting. Um, and you don't want to, you don't want to under budget cause then that could leave you in a very sticky situation. My friend, I have been there before, so I know. So take it from me as I'm just trying to help you out. I would rather, uh, underestimate how much I'm going to get paid than the overestimate. So insert your income and your expenses be very, and when it comes to the expenses, I want you to be very specific, like, like try to think of every single thing that comes out of your, your account from utilities to rent to subscriptions. You'd be surprised how many subscriptions you have, um, to groceries, to gas, to lunch, dinner, restaurants, right? Going out with friends, you know, you're having fun time, uh, clothes, shopping, like, Make sure you budget everything. Put, and that's why I like it. It's called every dollar. So like you do want to make sure you have that every dollar budget, because if you, you know, say that, OK, uh, you bringing in ten thousand dollars this month, you want to make sure that all ten thousand dollars is budgeted on the other side. And that could include savings, too. Right. Savings should be in that budget for sure. Uh, and not just saving to just hoard money, but saving to have a goal. Right. 
Uh, so that's step number two. Insert your expected income and your expenses. Whatever is left, budget for investing, saving, and lifestyle. And I would say, you know, when I say whatever is left, I mean like everything that's left after you've, you know, done the necessities, right? Like rent, utilities, uh, phone bill, like that type of stuff, gas, car insurance, uh, your car note, right? Things that if you don't pay, you'll be in some serious trouble, right? Those are the things that I'm saying first. And then after that's done, now you want to budget for investing. You want to budget for saving lifestyle, right? Like going out with friends, um, you know, going shoe, shoe shopping, clothes shopping, whatever stuff that you know you really want to enjoy for the rest of the month. Do that after you've taken care of your necessities. So now you want to, this is where that every last dollar comes into play, like once you got the necessities out the way, now you can have some fun. How much money, how much of that do you want to save? How much of that do you want to invest? How much of that do you want to treat yourself to a trip? How much of that do you want to spend with friends? How much of that do you want to buy some new shoes or some a new wardrobe, right? Upgrade your closet, right? Have some fun with that. Uh, so that's step number three. Then the last step is every Sunday morning, and right, like it's just something about Sunday for me, guys. You, you, you guys are probably picking up that Sundays are my day where I'm budgeting, um, you know, planning my week, um, really resting. I'm you like Sunday is a day for resting and resetting. So a lot of my like maintenance and operational things I'm doing on Sunday so that I could be best prepared for the rest of the week. So every Sunday morning, check in to see how you're doing, check in to see, you know, how much, you know, do you have left for groceries? How much do you have left for restaurants and eating out? How much do you have left for, you know, spending time with friends? Maybe you decided not to go out last week. So this week you see that you have $300 budgeted. So let's plan a nice little $100 weekend with our friends, right? Whatever, whatever the case may be. Right. But every Sunday, that's what that's what the goal is to check back in, look at your budget, make sure that everything is aligned, make sure that you didn't over or under budget. Um, you know, if you got some extra money that you accounted for that extra money so that you can see where it's going to go. But really be very intentional and engaged and involved in your finances. That's the thing. A lot of us don't even like we're not involved in our finances. And I used to be like this person. How many of y'all have like not checked your bank account for days or weeks just because you're scared to see what it looks like? I've been there. I've been there before. And, you know, it, it, it's it's OK to it's OK to have that shame. Sometimes that shame and that humility is all that we need to do better. Um, but it's not healthy. That's not healthy. Right. If you feel afraid to go check your bank account. It means that you have some very unhealthy financial practices, right? Like I could check my bank account every single day. I'm not shocked because I follow a budget. Like I know I know what should be in there. If anything, I'm checking to make sure that nobody got a hold of my card information and I don't see any charges that I'm not familiar with. But everything else is not really a surprise on how much that I have in there. Right. So that's the four steps, guys. Let's move on because you'll never obtain and when I say never, I really want to put emphasis on the never. You'll never obtain or maintain financial freedom with reckless and impulsive spending habits. So if you are, again, scared to look at your bank account, 
uh, and you just swipe, 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 and then you just know the next day that you would regret something, it's time for us to look in the mirror and to say, what, where do we want to see ourselves three years from now, right? The person that I see myself being three years from now, are these the practices that they're going to have? Or are these the practices that are going to get them to, to that place? And nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, actually, you, the answer is going to be no. Right. We got to be very intentional. And again, budgeting does not mean that you can't have fun. And it doesn't mean that you have to be very rigid with your finances. If anything, just if you know that you are, you know, a spender and you like, you know, going shopping or you like getting your nails done, or you like making sure that your hair is cut every single week. Right. Just budget more for that. Right. So if I know I got, you know, after budget on my necessities and I got two thousand dollars left to budget. Me, I'm probably going to budget a thousand for the savings and then five hundred dollars for going out with friends and then another two hundred dollars for hair. Uh, and then, you know, the rest I might put in for investing and do like some small investing on the side. Right. But like at, at the end of the day, you got to figure out what's important to you. If you have a goal to buy a house and you got to save X amount of dollars by a certain amount of time, then maybe you should sacrifice going out with your friends every weekend. And that's okay too. It's not a permanent thing, right? The, the point of the budget is to be able to make you more intentional and have a better idea of the goals that you set and the progress and where you are with accomplishing those goals. So let's get busy, right? Would you rather know that you only have $1,000 to spend on fun for this month or not know and you accidentally spend 2000 like which one is going to put you in a better situation? I would much rather know that I only have a thousand dollars to budget for fun and trips and stuff like that than to not know and accidentally overspend. Right. Just think about which one is going to come with more consequence. I mean, it's a no brainer. Right? If you only had a thousand dollars of the budget, I mean, left to spend and you spent two thousand. Sounds like you in debt. So that obviously is the one with consequence. So just come up with a, a savings goal and have a reason for hitting that goal and do not hoard cash. So that's going to be my pro tip of the day. Do not hoard cash. Don't think of budgeting as the only reason to budget is to save money. That's not the only reason to budget. The, the main focus of budgeting is just to be able to allocate your funds so that you can live the life that you want to live. Right. If you want to live a life and you don't want to build out a savings, you want to invest most of your money, then the budget should reflect that you're investing your money. If you want to just live the best life and you want to, you know, buy a whole bunch of clothes or you want to invest in this business, then your budget should reflect that. Right. But again, I want to go back to a few episodes ago when we were talking about, you know, the wealthy and what they do is the one thing that they don't do is hoard cash. All right. Cash. We know with inflation and, you know, everything that's going on around the economy right now, it's not it's not wise to just hoard cash. And we got to stop looking at cash as just the amount of cash that we have and start looking at percentages. Right. The goal is and the pro tip is to not have a savings goal just for the purpose of hoarding cash. Have a savings goal to either invest it or once you hit that goal, have some type of intention for the purpose of saving money. Don't just have the goal of just hoarding cash, right? What are you gonna do with that cash? Because time is ticking. The more cash you hoard, 
the poor you are actually making yourself, right? Because if you're not doing anything with it, just stockpiling that cash, it's actually depreciating. And also just think about inflation, think about percentages more so, right? So the average savings account might give you a yield of maybe, you know, one to 2% max, right? So if you know that that savings account is only gonna increase 2% and you got 10,000 in it, but it, you know, Bitcoin might be increasing 15%, Ethereum might be increasing 20%. You got all these other, you know, investments in different asset classes that could bring you a better, you know, percentage. You know, look at that, look at the percentages. Don't just look at what's safe and what you used to do or what you usually do, right? And what most people do because most people don't have the information. That's why most people are not financially free. So just try to think things differently so that you can do things differently. But as always, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show week in, week out. I just gave y'all some gas, so I'm very curious to see how far and how fast are you gonna get to your destination now that you have a full tank. Just remember to keep focus, build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. But before I let you guys go, that draining matrix. You can hit that link in the in the description to go ahead and pre-order your copy, or you can just go ahead and text GOALS to 404-777-5239. That's GOALS to 404-777-5239, or visit the link in the description below. Go ahead and get your copy of the draining matrix. Get these goals on and popping and stop giving yourself the excuse that I'll just do, I'll do it next year or I'll focus on it next month. Get it. Done.